You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angston, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com. And I am joined, as always, my co-host, writer at Mavs.com and griller extraordinaire. What you got for me, Isaac? I got some burgers about to uh, be put on the grill. I got some potatoes that's on the grill right now. It's about Ooh. to come. But more importantly, we are watching the draft lottery in my, in my living room right now. Watching Elton Brand and this awkward dude from the Celtics oh, man. set at the same. <laughs> Mitch Kupchuk's face is what made me laugh while I was introducing the podcast. Uh, that got me real good. And then the uh, since the since the uh, Celtics and Sixers share the Lakers pick, share their odds. They have this. They're on the same bench, so like they have this podium that they're just being shared right now. And this is the most awkward thing. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So, uh, but we are going to be talking about the the draft lottery. Obviously, today we haven't seen the results yet, um, so we are watching it live to give you our live reactions. So we will talk about that, and then the second half of this podcast, we will, this will probably go a little longer than normal today. Sorry, David Locke, but we will uh, we'll be talking about the analysis. We'll give you a mock draft. We'll give you all the stuff. We'll give you everything that you need to know. Uh, <laughs> Elton Brand, Elton Brand, and uh, team president of the Celtics, Rich Gotham. Just uh, they're loving it. They're Gotham City. <laughs> they're loving the night. Yes. All right. So I gotta say my bit about the the Cavs kid. Okay. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So because he's on TV right now. So Nick Gilbert's on the TV. So I call my dad today. We're talking about the lottery, and he was like, "Man, just just so long as the Cavs don't win it." And I was like, "Guess who's repping the Cavs tonight?" He was like, "Don't say that kid." And I was like, "Dude, the kid." And he goes, "Man, that kid has to have a beard by now. <laughs> what is he like? Thirty five? And I'm like. And uh, now I laugh tonight because he has a he beard. He has a beard. He is bearded right now. He's been doing this for a while. And he keeps getting <laughs> good luck. Man, if they get the they they can get the number one pick tonight. I'll I'll turn my grill off. No burgers. <laughs> no. If, if, the, if the Cavs get the top pick. I'm not Barb, what are this. we getting if, the, if <laughs> there's no burgers? Chips and salsa. That's all we'll have Dang tonight it. is if the Cavs get the top pick. Oh man, how are you feeling right now? What's your what's your feeling? What's your gut reaction? It's gonna be it's gonna be a little while. Well, they're showing Dan Gilbert, so I don't really care too much right now. I'm pretty, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty nervous. It could just go all kinds of different directions, and we've kind of been watching. We watched the whole. So it started at six thirty. It's like seven o'clock right now as we're watching. So we've been watching all of these like. You know things that you've been watching on TV tonight. Of them, they did a little Doncic, a little preview. They did. They talked to eight and whatever it is. Everybody seems super awkward from ESPN. Like Bobby Marks oh, had the Bobby most Marks awkward thing the, ever. It's probably a viral meme by now, Bobby Marks. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But I don't know. Finley's there. They seem pretty confident. Whatever. I guess here in a second. They're announcing all the people that's rep- representing the teams. And here in a second, they'll probably go to a commercial break. And Oh, De'Aaron Fox. There's De'Aaron Fox with his 5.3% chance to win the number one pick. Do you see where Fox was at the ringer? 
He was at the ring and did a podcast with him. Yeah, yeah, cool. I listened to that. That was a pretty good one. He talked a lot about Dragon Ball Z. No, see, I'm not into. But Dragon that's not Ball his Z. main show. You know what his main show is? What? Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's weird. That's you a like great that show. show. I love that show so much. You like that? It's such a great show. This is the most awkward. Like this, this whole thing is super awkward. This, this whole is the most thirty minutes going into this this uh, draft lottery, and the draft lottery itself is fairly awkward because you're yeah. just waiting for Mark Tatum to stand up there and open up envelopes. Well, it's kind of funny because Eddie Sefko tweeted, "Hey guys, did you know Eddie was there tonight?" Um, <laughs> Eddie tweeted that, um, "Hey, it's a it's a room full of people that don't want to be there," and I'm like, That's "Okay." <laughs> It's kind of fun. Whoa! Speaking of Avatar, he kind of looks like an Avatar. <laughs> he does not. Jeff Wellman. He looks like the, the average dad in every sitcom. Oh my gosh. Is that the lady from Twister? Bill Paxson's wife from Twister? Jim- no, it's not. It Jim- is. They just said that. Is it? Yes, that's what they just said. She's from Twister. Are you? No, you're lying. That's what they said? I was just kidding. Let's oh, go, Finn. Go, Let's go. That is a distinguished beard. Look, Finn always has emotions. Too bad he's out of focus. <laughs> Finn's like, screw that. They didn't get. They didn't say anything to Finley. Is his eyes glazed over? It's it's the camera's out of focus. This is the this is the worst broadcast I've ever Elliot seen. Perry, what is Elliot Perry's? Oh, Courtney Love. Let's you go. can't name your kid Courtney Love. If your last name is Love, you can't name your kid Courtney. <laughs> Josh Jackson. <laughs> Zach Lowe reported earlier tonight that Josh Jackson has his lucky underwear on. Jasmine, Jasmine, you're cute, girl. Each team has a super fan? And not Dallas. What, you know what? I saw a tweet earlier that uh, I think it was from like Tyler Conway or somebody that, that teams should just like embrace being really weird because it doesn't really matter who they send. They send like these very boring representatives, and they should send like – can you imagine if they sent like oh, yeah. uh, Cuban to this or uh, – or Don, the Cuban. super the super fan with Don his crazy Nobler, yeah. yeah Don Nobler with his crazy First outfits. Off, Cuban ain't no way Cubans gonna go to this thing. No. So I tweeted out earlier and I was like, "All right, what was the process that made Luke Kennard go to this thing?" Like, <laughs> Which, by the way, they have a very low chance of keeping their pick. Yeah, so he's just there chilling, just gonna talk to some people <laughs> and do his thing. They're going over the draft lottery rules right now. Gosh, um, which we've talked to you guys about forever, and we did yesterday times. on the show. Yep. This is why we didn't – so I wonder what the people like ESPN Radio have been talking about right now. They've been going for like <laughs> Doing their hour. hour show, yeah. They started at like 6. We decided to wait till 7. Bart – oh, never mind. They had all the lottery combinations on the – it's all just so easy. Do, when, you, when you explain the lottery to people, I just explain it to them that each team has like one ball basically. I don't like – I don't go into combinations. This is hard for people to understand. It, it's super complicated. It's supposed to be complicated because then it's not easy to rig. I, I saw a uh, I saw a video of when they picked out the envelope when it was the Knicks when the, the frozen envelope situation. Zach Lowe. It was little, he's he's getting the scoop right now. Zach Lowe getting the scoop. Uh, when they did the envelope when when the Knicks won the lottery, like back when they got Patrick Ewing, and it was literally just like a big like lottery like big like clear plastic ball and they had all these envelopes in it and they just oh. like twisted it around and shuffled them in the, inside the ball and then David Stern stuck his hand in picked one out and that was it that's wild like that's so easy to to, to like rig up yeah to rig of course now they don't show you any part of it right yeah 
Like they don't show, they don't show so you. It's like, oh yeah, we have all these people in there. So here's the uh, here's the representatives of this guy Tyler Conway said that should represent all these teams. Tell me if you think any of these are are bad or you have, you have a better one. All right. The Hawks, two chains. Wow. <laughs> the Celtics, Bill Simmons. <laughs> I love that one. That's great. Hornets, Ric Flair. Okay. Uh, the Bulls, Bar- Barstool, Big Cat, Big Cat from Barstool and uh, Barstool Sports. Yeah. Oh, the guy no. from uh, Pardon My Take. Okay. Uh, Cavs, Nick Gilbert still. Mavericks, Mark That does Mark not Ke- look like Penny Hardaway at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be Little Penny, I guess, with the half. Uh, oh, no. that's so uh, no, no, cringing so much at this show. Pat, no. Okay, Mavericks, Mark Cuban, Nuggets, The Fray. I don't know. Who would you pick that was better for the Nuggets, like Denver? No. Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do Cheech and Chong? Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Clippers, Michael Oluwa Candy. Oh, my gosh. No, you sent Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl. Darius Miles. You sent Clipper Daryl. You sent Blake Griffin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Grizzlies, Justin Timberlake. Okay. That's a good one. I like yeah. that. Nick, Spike Lee. Spike, yeah. I'm good at that or Cardi B or John Stewart. Could they get John Stewart to come out? John Stewart would be Because he would make that same face that he made when he was at the Knicks game. Oh, he's delivering the pizzas. Oh, here we go. Or the envelopes. That dude's name is Darrington Hobson. He's delivering the envelopes. Are we about to roll right now or are we doing a commercial break? I think they're about to do it. Okay, uh, they're showing the probabilities, showing all the stuff. The Pistons have a point seven chance. <laughs> Guys, my what, wife is super excited over here. That's what Luke Kennard's all about. Yeah, she nods her head. Okay, here's the rest of the teams and who they should be represented by. Uh, the Sixers and Bead. I feel like Meek. I feel like they should send Meek. Meek, they'd win. Or Nick Foles. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> uh, Suns, DMX. I don't get that one. No. Is he from Arizona? I don't know. I don't really Dan know. Marley. And then Kings, Vlade. Vlade. They should send the girl that was Lady Bird. That's what they Let's should go, Mark. They should send Sersha. And here we go. Here's Mark Tatum. Pick number 14. The Nuggets. Okay. Right. That's Stay there, Jamal Murray. Okay. Get hyped. This is uh, so chalk so far. Okay. Keeping it normal. Keeping it real. Jerry West. The Clippers again. Please. Okay, Clippers again. So the uh, Pistons did not keep their pick. Luke Kennard made the trip. L- look for at nothing. Luke Kennard. <laughs> <laughs> I came all the way here for nothing. I'm going to go get some deep dish. Okay, Hornets. Right. We're, we're sticking where we are now. Yeah, I think my heart's just beating. Too next much one right should now. be the 76ers. This is the Lakers pick. Ooh, all right. This is the Lakers pick that should go to the 76ers. Oh, right. here we go. The suspense. Okay. Sixers. Chalk so far. Next one should be the Knicks. That's going to go with Jared Bayless to the Mavs. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Elton Brand does not look happy at all. <laughs> Good job, Elton. Do your thing. <laughs> Gotham City this is like, so I have no clue what's going on. I hope on. you guys are enjoying this podcast because <laughs> it feels super weird to me. Are we going uh, to wait. commercial break? Oh, oh my gosh! He Are just, you he just serious? A on us. Nine through four. Oh my gosh! Now I gotta watch these stupid commercials. Now we gotta watch commercials. Right, so, so, so while while they go to commercial, we might as well go to commercials. So we will talk about the lottery. Maybe the Mavs pick will be revealed, at least to us. You guys already know at this point.
right after this. All right, and we're back to the draft lottery. Woo, here we go, Isaac. We just talked all about the beginning. We're back. They're going to reveal nine through four. The goal is for the Mavericks to not be in this next segment. <coughs> but, you know, if it's in the top, top, if it's that last team in this group, it's okay. That was probably the worst commercial break ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go, bad. Mark. Let's go. Here we go. Number nine, Cleveland. My gosh. Has to be. <gasps> no, the Knicks. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and get Colin Sexton. I right, know this Mikkel, one is Cleveland. Mikkel Bridges. He looks bewildered. Okay. The eighth pick in the draft. Oh, the thank Cavaliers. God. There we go. Okay. <sighs> thank him more. Nick Gilbert's luck has run out. Bye, Nick. <laughs> At least his draft lottery luck. He's just like he's looking still around. Got that he's like, this is what it feels like to lose? <laughs> he's still got that wood All right, tie. let's go. Let's go. Sacramento. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Sacramento. Sacramento jumped in the top three. Oh, Look at Fox. Fox uh, is like, holy crap, I'm going to have a teammate. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. That was one of the teams I didn't If it's didn't the Dallas like. Mavericks. No. <laughs> oh, the Bulls. The Bulls. No, the Bulls are at seven. Okay, no, sorry. There's so much math going on right now. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Here we go. Okay, well. Oh, <laughs> no. Guys, Michael Finley's face right now is all of our faces. Oh. oh, oh my gosh! Memphis got jumped. They got jumped twice, and so did Dallas. Atlanta, the Kings, and the Suns. Oh, we stand before you, broken men. Dang, twenty-nine percent chance though. It was the highest at five. Dang. Uh, none well, of those guys, guys on the screen um, are going to be the Ma on the Mavericks. You're a uh, you just kiss Luka Doncic goodbye. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Luka. We had such high hopes for everyone who is wanting Jaron Jackson. Your hope might be coming true. Yeah, or Bagley, maybe Bamba. Well, it's going to be a three-headed debate between those three for the next uh, month. And there we go. That was the draft lottery. That's our live reaction. I don't think we need to go to the uh, to the top to the top three. I think we're okay. Yeah, I think I think we're okay. We're going to take a break. Yeah, let's take another break now. Hasn't been that long, but uh, for us, we're going to take another break. We'll come back and we'll talk all about the analysis. We'll give you all the insights, all the uh, info as soon as the whole draft has been uh, revealed. We'll do a mock draft here in just a second. We will. All right, guys. Ugh. Stay. Uh, stay strong, guys. Stay strong. <laughs> All right, in three, two, uh, huh. we're back. We have eaten. We ate some good food. Now we're back to break it down, break down the entire draft order. Isaac, it did not turn out how we expected, but the uh, the pick is in, and it's, uh, it's the fifth pick. Yeah. It's pretty rough all the way around. I mean, we, we're we going to be positive here in a second from here. We're going to, like, declare a moment where we're like, all right, from this point on, we're going to be positive. But Positivity I mean, is about to have a moment. Is that what you're trying to say? It is. <laughs> it's frustrating, especially because we have said 
numerous times on this podcast that man top four top four top four it's what we want um you know you just listened to our instant reaction while we were watching it and <laughs> you know it's just once sacramento jumped up you know that's what we were talking about yesterday we said you know if we can get through like pick six and there's nobody that jumps you're super happy and sacto jumped up and you're like oh my gosh and you know obviously atlanta jumped up a spot and so once they you know said orlando at six and then they pulled dallas out that was tough you know i saw finley's reaction but yeah i mean i think it, did finley really have a reaction yeah, it was more just a, like stone face like his face didn't change at all he had it was, it's tough and um we obviously had higher hopes for it but uh luckily let's be positive Luckily, it's not a an Anthony Bennett type draft. It's not a. This is true. It's not a top heavy. It's not like Anthony Davis type type draft. That would, yeah. That if it was one of those type of drafts, we would be like in mourning right now. Yeah, <laughs> but I, we're. I think we're good. We we said at the end of the season, you know, Mavs can stay in the top five in this draft. They're they're totally great. They're they're sitting rosy. I mean, remember last year it was pick nine, and we were super happy about that. And now here we are. At, like imagine last year if we would have been at five, would have. You know, it would have been awesome. This draft is fairly similar. It's not. Yeah. Actually, this this draft is fairly similar to last year, where you have like as your, far as like tiers. Yeah, it you was got more your top, guard heavy last year. Yeah, but. lots of guards last year, but you got your top tiers, and you have your guys that uh, went lower than they should have. Jason Tatum just uh, drilled LeBron right in the face. Oh, LeBron, poor little thing. <laughs> it's like Harden. All right, so let's go ahead, Isaac. Let's just let's break down this uh, this top five, and then let's do our mock draft. Let's just go ahead and, and get that out of the way and go through what we think is going to happen with this uh, this top group. So Phoenix gets the number one pick. To to us, and from everything we've been saying, that just that just seems like Doncic is the, the like overwhelming favorite. The guys at ESPN still think that they could go with Aiton. People that aren't really into the draft, I, I think, are most of the people that are saying Aiden. But it's interesting yeah. to see like the the f- former uh, Draft Express guys go for uh, tell say that Phoenix could get Aiden still. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz right now as far as Aiden going to Phoenix. It's just, there's just too much stuff. I mean, you hire yeah, the, you, the just coach. take Luca's name out of it. There is a foreign prospect that some people are considered the top prospect since you know could be ever coming into the draft. And his national coach that has used him the best of his entire career is was just hired. <laughs> like, remember when the Mavs used the, uh, like, Nilakinas was going to hire Nilakinas coach for the summer league team? Yeah. Like, this is, this is that, but to the extreme. Like, so oh, much yeah. to the extreme. And who was, the, who was Dennis's coach that the Mavs hired for summer league? Yeah, I forgot his name now. The NC, NC State coach? I can't NC remember State. his name either. But uh, but yeah, like this is that to the extreme. Like this, this definitely happens. Yeah. So with Phoenix, and it just, I think it just makes sense. I mean, you get another ball handler with Devin Booker. You just you get to play Booker, Jackson, Doncic. Like I, I get, I get the eight and stuff. He would fit there for sure. Oh, LeBron going back to the locker room. Oh my gosh, pull him <laughs> out of wheelchair like Paul Pierce, please. He's limping. He's um, limping a little. But no, with yeah, I mean. I'm going to have Luca at one penciled in for we said the longest time what was one team we won yesterday went through these questions and it was like what was one what's one team you we want to jump the most Phoenix and I'm pretty sure I said Sacramento and Atlanta too well I did <laughs> yeah I didn't want Sacramento in the top 3 and they yeah. got there 
And so did Atlanta. So let's we'll leave Luca at one. Sacramento is where you know. I think that I think it's Aiton, and you're pretty good with you know. Between the two, both of those guys are going to be gone. Between the two, oh, Phoenix oh. and Sacramento, like both the yes. top two are definitely going to be gone. Listen, there's no scenario in which Aiton is there at five. So get that out of your new system. Because yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody saying that. So if congrats for some to re- everyone. If for some reason uh, Aiton goes, you know, let's say Sacramento takes Bagley, which isn't out of the question. Like they I have could done s- weird things. Yeah, I could see him taking Bagley. He's not going to fall past Atlanta. So no. So anyway, are we safe? To, I mean, I th- this is huge for De'Aaron Fox. Fox gets a solid teammate. Um, yeah. I hate it because Sacramento's in the West and Phoenix is in the West, and both of these two teams are um, because I think I think this propel. I mean, this is huge for Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento looked like they were going to be in the cellar for the next while, but they look like they're going to be in the next Seattle SuperSonics <laughs> yeah, before that, that arena got built. But like, I mean, suddenly you get DeAndre Ayton. And I mean, you're not saying next year, but it definitely propels you your timeline up a little bit faster than if you got somebody like Wendell Carter, Wendell Carter, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, are we both pretty confident saying DeAndre in it too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Between the two, between the two, they'll both be gone. Uh, What if Phoenix goes eight and at one? Doncic for Sacramento. I don't like the fit at all. No, but you have to go with it. I don't think so. I just don't think – I don't like the shooting around it. I don't think – I mean, Doncic – okay, Doncic's shooting is one thing, but then you get De- De'Aaron Fox, then you get Willie Cauley-Stein. Suddenly you get three guys on the court that shoots below. Yeah, but your thing is you have to improve your roster somewhere, and that team just – they just have all kinds of question marks, all kinds of guys. Like, Are we sure Willie Cauley-Stein's a starter in the NBA? Oh, no, I, I get that. Hey, I get that for sure. By the way, Jeff Green just – Ate Greg Monroe's lunch. It's Jeff Green's one highlight of the year, um, which is a block, which is hilarious. <laughs> but no, I mean, how sa- I would be de- honestly depressed if Luca went to Sacramento. I know. I I, I feel bad for DeAndre Ayton because that's probably where he's going to end up. Yeah, but you pointed out on Twitter. You saw our uh, our buddy Cole Rast. <laughs> at Swung Cuban, he tweeted great. out about how great. Uh, the Bahamas and how he was like, man, the Bahamas are coming up and. Buddy Hill is on Sacramento, and he's from the Bahamas. <laughs> it's collusion. And DeAndre Aiden's from the Bahamas, so Bahamas will have a new favorite team now. Yeah. But I th- I think the draft for for them from a Mavs perspective, it starts with Atlanta. It really does, yeah. That's where it all starts for, for Dallas, where, um, where they go. I mean, they can go anywhere. They could... They they have no. I mean, I guess John Collins is a cornerstone. It's the closest thing they have. Torian Prince and him. Yeah, and and the stuff with Dennis Schroeder came out today. Well, that's weird. Yeah, that stuff is fascinating. He deleted all kinds of hawk stuff from his Instagram. All the pictures of him wearing any kind of hawk stuff, all gone. Any any hawks anything. Then he went on this German either radio station or something and was saying, "Yeah, I, I would like to. You know, I'd like to be traded, and I would like." You know, it looks like Milwaukee and what was the other team? Detroit, Indiana, 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 and Milwaukee look like two good destinations for me. Yeah, and so he's definitely coming back to Atlanta. I mean, he, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is. Uh, yeah, so he's probably gone. Uh, but I don't think they would reach and take Trey Young. Or no, take some- no, no way. I, th- I think. I mean. Atlanta. That I think, would be the best scenario for the Mavs. Oh though. my gosh, we would jump for joy. That would we would jump for more joy than like 
when the Knicks took Nilakina. But yeah, no, with I mean, I think Gavoni from ESPN already said that you know Atlanta's super high on Marvin Bagley. Yeah, he. I mean, whoever. Look, we can just say this: whoever they draft at three will be a bigger cornerstone than anybody on their roster. Now. Right. Yeah. So like, you got to go with the best player. You can't say, "Oh, we're going to take Bamba because he fits better with John Collins." No, you yeah. you don't have anybody, so you take the best player available, right. which will probably be Marvin Bagley at that point. Probably. Then you have uh, so Atlanta is kind of where the draft starts for the Mavs. Then you have Memphis. Memphis is a little interesting because you can't really pick the best player available at this point because no. it's either Jaron Jackson or Bamba, and they're not going to pick Bamba. It just doesn't seem like a pick that they would make. Now watch us eat our words, you know, a month from now. And, yeah. Okay. And so him. but with with Marcus Dahl still there, we've already talked about this. Gasol is still there, and I just can't see them picking his replacement. That'd be like, I mean. That's like a that's like an NFL team with a a quote unquote elite quarterback that is you know elite. this is this is like picking th- picking a quarterback with the thirty second pick in, in the draft like trading back up into the draft and picking a quarterback with a thirty second pick Lamar Jackson. in the in the draft like picking his successor it's kind of already. it's kind of like <laughs> the Colts with Peyton and Andrew Luck and when the Colts picked Andrew Luck. And they they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna let go of our guy. Except the opposite. It looks like we're assuming Memphis is picking their Peyton Manning. They're picking yeah. Mark Gasol, and they're like, hey, we're not gonna pick, you know, what could be an obvious player. Some people, a lot of people have Jackson over Bamba, but yeah, I mean, okay, so if you're Dallas and you really want Mo Bamba, then you want Atlanta to pick Marvin Bagley. Because yeah. Bagley's not gonna make it past Memphis. Like, there's no scenario in which Bagley makes it to us either. So I think we're pretty safe of marking off Bagley, Aiden, and Luca off the Mavericks list completely. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, we'll still do a player profile on them. You know, I think probably. Yeah, we'll probably do all the top guys in case Dallas does try to move up. You know, or for some reason they fall back, something like that. Yeah. But in this scenario, we'll say Atlanta picks Bagley. It comes to Memphis. It, I echo everything Nick said. I mean, you would assume Memphis wants to run it back next year. With their squad of Conley and Gasol, <laughs> or just run it for the first time. <laughs> run I mean, this is, you're running it for the. This team has not been together in it seems like a long time. Running back with Kobe Simmons, but <laughs> no, but it's like if they take Bamba, they can't play them together. So it's like immediately your number one upgrade. Oh whoa, newsflash! LeBron's about to come back in. Oh no look way. at him. He's um, analyzing. Look at he. He just remembered everything that just happened just then. <laughs> he just lost his memory. Um. <laughs> But no, like Bamba just couldn't play, you know. I mean, he would just have to come off the bench. Yeah. So I think there's a couple picks. I think Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, like you had said initially, you know, we we got our initial thoughts out. Nick heard me getting mad. I would go out to the grill and I would come back in. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> no. So, like you, you love when you come back with You know what else? <laughs> yeah, I'd open the door again. You know what else makes me so mad? Like, <laughs> He's like seething out there with the grill. But no, by the like, way, uh, my mom just texted me. So Mavs got fifth round. Was that what you expected? <laughs> fifth round. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, like, so I don't figure I was. Oh, okay. So like Memphis at four, you know, I think Nick was the first person, you know, said to me, I was like, oh, okay, Jaron Jackson, you know, is the obvious pick there. And he seems like that's the pick for m- most, I guess, immediate mocks so far tonight is for, I mean, the, the wild card team is Atlanta. If there's a wild card player, it's Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. The ringer did their instant mock and they have 
MPJ going to Dallas. This, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is the guy that, I mean, over this next month could do anything. I mean, he if he gets cleared medically and every team doctor is like, he is perfectly fine, he looks great in workouts and everything, I mean, he will be penciled in at Florida Memphis probably. Yeah, like, that's a huge need for them. So that's the thing, like, I mean – if Bamba doesn't go to Atlanta at three, I think he's there at five. If Bamba goes to Atlanta at three, then Bagley goes to Memphis. Would we agree with that? If if Porter Jr. is 100% cleared, you think they pick Bagley over Porter Jr.? Yes. Because even if he's 100% cleared, he still, still had the back injury. Yeah. So I think they still just take him and roll with it. Is that our brownie timer? I think our brownies. Oh are my ready. gosh, our brownies! Are we ready. didn't lace them with anything, but we, Nick, prob- we probably should take have. it away for a second <laughs> while I take them out of the oven. All right, Isaac's gonna go get our uh, our brownies out of the the oven. So the question now: so Dallas is now sitting there at five, and you have Memphis that they're either gonna take you know the wing we just talked about with Michael Porter Jr. That, that's available, but they're they're not gonna take a five. So. I think that they could take Jaron Jackson. Like I see him as a four or five. He's like a combo. He can play both a little bit. He's more probably more a five in the NBA though. But he did play a lot of four at Michigan State because they had uh, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but they had that senior there that was that they wanted to play. And uh, and so the yeah big, big white dude Isaac says. So they they have him. So. With Memphis, they're, they're a little bit of a wild card. Atlanta's a complete wild card, but you think that they take best talent available. You think that they go there. So then with Dallas, you're like, okay, Bamba seems like the most obvious, and I've seen people reach out and say, why are you guys all on Bamba? You guys did your mocks, and you all have Bamba. It just feels like such a Mavs pick. Like That just feels like the player that, that the Mavs are going to end up with, that they're going to fall in love with in the in the combine. You know, they, they fall in love with they fell in love with Dennis. I mean, you see Dennis with these, you know, measurables and all this stuff, and you see with the mentality, like Bamba's mentality and Bamba, the way Bamba like speaks and the way that he comes off is gonna is gonna play really well with the front office. That's so that's what we feel. That's why we keep like shipping the Mavs and Mo Bamba. Yeah, and it's it's about fit in our system and the fact that we have Rick Carlisle, we have a system we run and I was texting with a guy today and we were talking about we were debating Bamba and Bagley. And if this makes sense, tell me if this makes sense or not. I was like, I think Bagley has the higher upside to be the best overall player. Yeah. But I think Bamba could be um, used better in our system and thrive more in our system. And so, like, that's the like that's the differences between – I think Bagley could be a 20-plus score a game, um, one of the top two scorers on a really good team. And, and possibly, I think Bagley could be – the best player of this draft in five years, but I yeah, think, I see that. but I think Bamba could thrive more in our system. And that's the thing of like, if Bamba's there at five, there's a no doubt, no doubt, no brainer for me, because I mean, you're talking to me when I'm saying I had him at three on my big board and with the possibility of saying, if Dallas landed at two, I could see a possibility of them taking him over Aiden. So the meds are wearing off, guys. He's now <laughs> saying a possibility instead of putting him just at squarely at two. So that's what I'm saying. Like if Bomb is there at, you know, if 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 Bomb is there at five, I think you have to take him. So I'm okay. I'm in too. a positive note of who we did jump, I'm very happy that we jumped um, Orlando. 
Because mm-hmm. Orlando is another one of those teams. That well, they didn't jump Orlando. They're just they're just above them and stayed. Or Orlando them. didn't jump us. Yeah. Um, Chicago super, too. Yeah, I'm super happy with that. So. Here's a, a guy just tweeted me, <laughs> tweeted at both of us, this guy Corey. Uh, shout out to Corey. He says, please release pod. People need to mourn <laughs> right now. And he said, Galatians 6.2. Do you know what Galatians 6.2 says? Not off the top of my head. No. Bear each other's burdens and in this way fulfill the law of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I just know my Twitter has been blown up the whole time. I'm sorry if I haven't got back to you. I just keep checking it and it's just like 20 plus, 20 sad, plus. Sad, sad, sad. I'm sad. We're sad. Uh, so here's a list that I tweeted out. These are players that were drafted at five okay you ready for this i'm ready demarcus cousins oh that's a big one i like it kevin love in 2008 okay that's a good one uh i put devin harris in this list just because interesting mav 2004 Dwayne wade your favorite vince carter your actual favorite he is my ray allen and kevin garnett interesting that's a pretty good list right there heck yeah it's a a really good list i mean we're still super happy we're top five pick in this draft like a top five pick in this, and you're going to get a pick in one of these tiers. So, like, if Bamba's not there, okay, we're going to hear this debate. We're probably going to hear the, the number one debate we're going to get for the next five or the next Which month. three of the bigs? Is Jackson or Bamba. And yeah. I feel like it's so, like, people love Jaron Jackson Jr. I get that. I get that he impacts the floor on both sides and he can hit a three and I get all that. And and I'm not like, if we get Jackson, I'm going to hype him up. Like I'm not against him. I'm I don't feel the same way I do about Jackson as I do Wendell Carter jr. If that makes sense. So there you go. So that, that's the thing. I'm just more, it's like what Jeff, Jeff Kenway, he, you know, agreed on Twitter with me the other day. And he was like, listen, I like Jaron Jackson jr. I just like Bamba's elite like upside more than i do jackson's and that's just, that's and that's how i feel with it too and so you could i could see people saying that like in you said in like five years bagley could be the best player but he could also be a player where it's like he just gets stats like if, especially if he ends up in atlanta he could be averaging like 20 points his second year or even his first like just averaging 20 yeah but then not being you know like a good player like dennis Schroeder just averaged how many points do you think dennis Schroeder averaged last year I don't know, like 16? 19. Huh. <laughs> Guy was almost a 20-point scorer per game, but he's not even looked at as a top like Atlanta, know, 20 if, point guard. Atlanta is going to be the Chris Bosh Raptors if they get Bagley. Yeah, maybe even worse. <laughs> like that's what I mean, that's what the end, they're going to be looking for the other piece. So, okay, here's here's the big question. And this this will be the for me, this is where the debate is. Bamba goes 3 to Atlanta, Memphis takes Bagley. Then that's not a debate to me. Then you get then you get Jaron Jackson. It, I don't take Jackson. Who do you take then? Who's fifth on my big board? Wow, who is London it? Bridges? You take Mikel Bridges falling down. You take no. Mikel Bridges. Yes, you do. Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm on, I'm going to tweet this out. What is everybody talking about right now during the playoffs? Everybody in this lottery right now is talking about, oh my gosh, what player right now could play in the playoffs? You know what player of the top 10 that would fit perfectly on any of these four teams? Mikel Bridges. He would fit on all these teams. Every other player would probably have a little bit of question marks, right? So if you're going, like, that's that's an argument to at least hear. Mikel Bridges is fifth on my big board, and I'm sticking to it at this moment Mikel Bridges. I was texting somebody before we did this podcast that is that is that is 
all into the Mavericks like we are. And I know that they like Bridges. And I said, hey, Mikkel. Kirk? <laughs> no, I'm not saying it was. And I said. Because I think his Twitter, Kirk's Twitter name right now is like Burning Bridges or something. And I said, uh, Mikkel Bridges. And they were like, get the train rolling. And we were just like joking about it or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I would take Mikkel Bridges over Jan Jackson Jr. Is, wow. that a, is that a hot take? A little. Yeah, it's a little hot take. I, I'm all about it. I, I think when uh, that's the biggest debate for me I, because Mikel Bridges can pl- like he is a part of he is a piece of a championship team and he could play in the playoffs. You don't have to worry about him. You don't have to like you immediately get a Jalen Brown type of guy. I think you immediately get that. The only thing I don't like is his age, but I feel I can get past past that because I mean, yeah. I think he'll be like 22. He's. On, uh, I think it's 21 and a half right now or something. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. On draft night, he will be, he'll be right 21 and three quarters. Okay. So let's just so say I mean, be, he's 22. So like, he'll be 22 probably by the, uh, the NBA season. So yeah, I mean, I know some people are going to come at me on that and be like, yo, my gosh, you take, you're he's such a two years hater. older than being young. <laughs> but it's kind of like what we said, what I just said a while ago. The biggest wild card is Michael Porter Jr. In that scenario, if Bagley and Bamba is gone and Michael Porter Jr. is sitting there, that's going to be a little tough, do you think? I mean, it's going to be tough if how that's going to look like as far as what you laughing about. Kirk, Kirk just tweeted to me, I just want to thank Nick, Nick for his strong commitment to the Mavs getting the number one pick and Luka Doncic by having Luka's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool. yeah. That uh, for me at the moment, instant reaction draft lottery night. It's Mo Bamba or Mikel Bridges, or bust. No bust. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, your bust would be uh, Wendell Carter. Like Mikel, oh, Mikel Bridges. Mikel Bridges wouldn't be. Um, the sexy pick and wouldn't be, it wouldn't get the fan base excited, but man, he would fit for the future and man, he would instantly take the Wesley Matthews role. You, you get Mikel Bridges and then you have endless possibilities in free agency. Like, I mean, I know that shouldn't dictate it. We're going to talk more about that. But it does open it up. It's part of it. (laughs) It opens it up, but immediately you have Dennis Smith Jr.'s wingman for the next decade. Literally, pun intended, wingman. Yeah, and I mean, 7-2 wingspan. You can't, I mean, he shot crazy percentage from behind the arc. You get that, you pair him with Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I mean, I can't stress that enough. I love Mo Bamba. I want him at five. But if Mo's not there, I'm taking Mikel Bridges. Man, the thing about that, though, that I'm a little worried about is that the NBA right now is super wing heavy. But if you look at it, you have guys like Giannis, you have Carl Anthony Towns, you have Davis, you have all these big, you've eight now, you have all these bigs coming into the the draft. Are we going to look at the NBA in five years and say, man, there's all these 6'10 to 7 foot dudes that can, there's Porzingis. There's just so many dudes out there that can do all these different things that are on all these up and coming teams. And are we going to look back and be like, man, if we would have taken one of these big dudes, it would be a lot better than if we you know, took a wing, which now wings are like. <laughs> but they're up and coming. But look at these final four teams in the playoffs, though. 
I know, but those are all young guys that are now coming up. I'm saying like in five years. In five years, yeah. James Harden is going to be like 33. You know, no, we got to see. We have to see if it works. We have to see if Embiid can help lead a team to a finals. Yeah, we, we have to see like because it puts up stats and it's great, but when it comes down to the playoffs, we just—I mean, we were talking. We just listened well, to guy, Zach. The guy has played like ninety NBA games. Yeah, so. well, like I just listened to Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons, and they were talking about the Celtics and Warriors and how they felt like they were ahead of the curve because they got all these six, seven dudes that wings that can switch and all this stuff, and how now now look, they could be the last two teams standing, and <clears throat> I hear that argument, like I do. Like, I know it sounds, in retrospect, like, people's like, oh, Isaac, I, you're talking this crap now, but if we were at two, you'd be preaching Aiden. Isaac <laughs> is talking crap now. And, like, I I see that, but I just, yeah, I, I think it's, <clears throat> but I, so, so my thoughts in one sentence, and I'll try to tweet some of this stuff out too, but Mo Bamba, if Mo's not there, I want Mikel Bridges, but the biggest wild card of all is Michael Porter Jr., because that that's, I mean, what he does in these workouts and medicals over this pat over this next month is going to be, I mean, crazy. And how, you, how he controls it. If he wants Dallas, is he looking at some of these teams like Orlando, Chicago, Cleveland, and saying, well, he's hey. looking at Chicago. <laughs> he's looking at Chicago. He's loving Chicago. If Cleveland is going to lose LeBron, he could step right into that role uh, with Cleveland. <laughs> Not well, but he would step into, Not well. step into it. Can you see, and we'll end with this, can you see the Mavs, the Mavs range of possibilities is really only Jaron Jackson, Bagley, Bamba, Porter, Mikel Bridges. Those are the only like options. I can't see the Mavs picking anybody outside of those five. I mean, I, I don't want Wendell Carter Jr. at five. I just don't. I can't. Jay Billis had him ranked his sixth best prospect. I can't. Now, he well, had Doncic at four. Jay but. Billis is also ranking a dookie, so. Um, Ooh. That, Ooh. We're, Little I North just, Carolina hate there. For I, can't, I can't justify Wendell over Bamba. Or I mean I can't justify him over Jan Jackson Jr. Nothing like that. So <clears throat> yeah, I think if you're picking four players, and for me, like I haven't seen Mikel Bridges mentioned at all hardly on Twitter right now for Mavs fans because most mocks have him mocked at like ten, nine, something like that. Yeah. And but I'm just saying like when you get into that range, and if those four guys are gone. And it's Jackson Porter. So, like, if you're looking, if you're wanting four players of who who will be a Maverick next year, you're looking at Mo Bamba, looking at Michael Porter Jr., Mikel Bridges, or Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm pretty, I'm, we're pretty confident of putting our money down that one of those four would be Dallas Maverick. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, guys. Well, we made it to the lottery. We made it past the lottery. We're uh, we're feeling for you. Tweet us. I'm at Nick Van Exit. He's at Isaac L Harris. We're both at Locked On Mavs. You can uh, you can see a nice picture of us drinking our sorrows away. So uh, go check out our drink of Spiked choice. Capri Suns. Go check out our drink of choice on there. Uh, um, we'll be uh, we have different stuff this week. The combines this week. Yeah. So we can all freak out about Mo Obama's measurements together or Michael Porter Jr.'s whatever. Michael he's Porter Jr. Do. Anything. Um, it'll be kind of a bittersweet weekend seeing Luca dominate the Euroleague. But uh, <sighs> Phoenix Suns. My were, haircut was a <laughs> was a waste. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're gonna have fun with it. Uh, I know one guy tweeted at me. I should I should pull up his name, but he tweeted at me and said, "Hey, well for the pod, 
it's cool for the pod because now y'all get to debate and talk about a bunch of prospects compared to if we were at one or two, we would just be like, if we ended up with the first pick, we'd be going nuts. But literally for the next month, we would just all be talking about Luca and like everything with that or Aiden. And so now there's a handful of prospects. That's your guy, Matt Hawkins, Matt Hawkins. Shout out to you, bro. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's going to be a fun next month. Seeing who I, I always like to see who Dallas brings in. Dallas is one of the teams that does not announce who they bring in, which is kind of a bummer. We wish it was a little different. Teams like the Lakers, Lakers announce who they're bringing in and invite media to and interview, interview the prospects. Like Lakers Nation now has all these videos of the guys that they've they've uh, worked out and stuff. Like, and they're not even official. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, media people for the team. They're just like a media blog site outlet. So like, so Dallas doesn't do that. They keep their cards close to their chest. They don't tell, you know, it'll, it leaks out here and there of who they who they worked out, some workouts they really liked, uh, different stuff like that. But um, we might catch wind of a few things here and there. But I always like seeing who teams work out because, like, what if Dallas works out like Lonnie Walker or something? And you're like, why something in the heck weird. are they working out that? And So, yeah. And I'm sure, man, we got so much stuff coming up. We'll talk about what could they do to trade up. Should they trade down a few spots? Should they whatever it is? I'm sure we'll we'll hit it all. We're gonna. I'm gonna end with this. This is the solemn shame of the night. Oh my gosh! So my friend Josh Dak has been on the pod before. Tweeted out. I don't like the Mo Bamba Nerlens comparison. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. I said. Uh, also, at this point, Bamba is way more built than Nerlens was, and crazy like in much longer crazier crazily that he is longer than him and he said and i said and he has an offensive game here's here's sotnam shame oh my gosh lmao what offensive game nerlands is infinitely more skilled than bomba offensively all right guys it's been a great lottery night not really it's been a great podcast (laughs) guys this is the last one for us we're never gonna do a podcast again (laughs) we'll just end it at that gosh um, we're going to uh, we're going to eat our brownies. Yes, and hopefully watch the Celtics pull away with this game. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll keep it on mute so we don't have to listen to JVG and uh, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson is the worst. So him and Reggie Miller. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Locked On Maps. We'll make it, guys. Top five is still good. Heck yeah, top five. We're gonna get a great player. Peace out. Top five, top five, top five. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>